Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. I hope I'm loud for all the people. Shout out to my people um, in the Through the Wire community, whether you're avid voice in the Through the Wire community. We got some people that's a part of the Through the Wire community that don't maybe interact, and that's okay. Shout out to John Collins. You know what I mean? He's part of the Through the Wire community. Yeah, shout out to John Collins. Shout out to the guy at Stadium Goods. Yes, He's part he of, was part, <laughs> of, <laughs> part of the Through the Wire shout community. Shout out to a little uh, white, Vert? Oh. white fan. With the yep. K824. Shout out K- to the K- homie. Yeah, he took the picture with King of the Fourth Quarter. Y'all will see that on Thursday. New video. Oh, okay. New schedule, ladies and gentlemen. We ain't even announced this. I forgot to tell y'all this. We have a new schedule for this channel. Um, content is about to start flowing even more. Thursday is the big video. That's where we do something outside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we went to play baseball last week. If you missed that video, please go check that out. We went Thursday. to the studio. We did NBA Pictionary. And next week is a good one, too, that we might tease later on this week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well. Mondays we have a new series that's kind of an old series that's coming to the channel. I like how Mike and Derek don't know anything yeah, about we, this. Is what we fun. talk about this at um, in the Xbox party. Uh, okay. um, Mondays the real is coming to this channel. Um, so the first episode is me and Rudy Gobert before he was played off the court in the playoffs. We talked about basketball. Um, Tuesday, of course, is the podcast. Wednesday is a new series that we will Can be I, premiering. Let let them. I say let them guess. What Do, what are we doing on Wednesday? What videos are we dropping on Wednesday, guys? Reaction videos. Reaction yeah. videos. Let's get it. You know I be having sweaty hands, man. I'm gonna say you the trouble, True. my guy. NBA <laughs> NBA fans react through the Y reacts to stuff, and then Thursday, of course, the big video. Then Saturday, so we're jumping out or pumping out a bunch of content. We'd appreciate it if you subscribe. We're on the road to fifty thousand subscribers. We're at forty two thousand, I think, at the moment. Which I just is got an idea. What's that? It was one day we left. We there was no day for Friday. What, what, what's, what you think about Friday? Food Fridays. Food, food Fridays. Fridays. <laughs> Maybe Food Fridays really is a thing. Can we have Pierre Blind taste food that he's probably never tried before? I'm down. It's well, He's got to be the one to say Like, I'm just behind the camera in that video. But like, we're not going to put nothing like, terrible in We ain't going to put no octopus I, over there. I, I would do it. Octopus. That shit is actually pretty flame. I would though. do it, but we would have to have like a list of things to not. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Trying the food, I'll try it. But Plus I also trying some shit you already don't like. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't don't give me no more fucking uh, fries with mustard on it. And I know oh, I don't like no, mustard. You know no. what I'm saying? Or yeah, like if yeah. you like, man, I want to see if you like. Give us a short you list. You know, Demio's damn near already know yo what you he don't does. or don't like. He does. Cause he be uh, what, what's his burger if he getting it? Lettuce and pickles. That's it. And bacon. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. I get, I oh, get okay. bacon, but sometimes like I'm. I don't, I don't, you don't get no condiments. Sometimes he just get no like condiments. lettuce. That's why I asked for pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Give me cheese. You don't like mayo? Cheese. No. He he literally told you it's just cheese. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're gonna always. I never tell people I want cheese because I just think that that's automatic yeah. on a burger. But cheese. People pickles, really be on that like you know, if you want the cheeseburger or like you want cheese on yeah. you say cheeseburger. If I'm a girl, job regular, is a little shit. like burger yeah. shack, like a reminds you like some shit that was there in the fifties. And it just say hamburger on the thing. So I'll go up there and I'm like, Dana, I hope this shit just ain't hamburgers. But it wasn't. But yeah, like, uh, to me personally, th- this is my thinking. A good a good burger shouldn't need 19 condiments. Mm. Like, if you if your burger need ketchup, mayo, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce, lettuce, Big Mac, then you, this is not, I'm trying to hide the, t- you know nah, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, that's for sure. That's but I me. think 
There's also that thing like people just like all the mixture of different favorite yeah, flavors. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah. I like barbecue or sauce. Or like onions like, and uh, oh yeah, some places be having their own that. type of signature well, sauce. Yeah, and if I do eat like yeah. a burger with some sauce, it'll just be on the side and I control it. Like I've yeah. eaten plenty of burgers with barbecue sauce, like I did at the restaurant we went mm-hmm. to. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I yeah, eat my chicken sandwich. sandwich with the barbecue sauce, but I want to control some. Some restaurants be heavy handed. I don't mind mayo. Sometimes I get it on a chicken sandwich. But like Pertillo's, like his job, yeah, they no, so I don't, heavy yeah. handed, bro. Wendy's I just do need a good a, job. At least to be lightly glazed, yeah. so it just makes the you know the bun a little. Even more when I go to like Potbelly or Subway, like I'll I'll tell them like light, like I like it there, and I can tell you and watch you put it on there. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, y'all job. Y'all just be throwing that it shit. It depends on, on there. who's making it. It really depends on <laughs> how, how would you the, make it. I make my burgers with love, so you gonna get a. You <laughs> might even order a single and occasionally get a double. That, like, damn. That's like, why he ain't quit Pertillo's yet, because he, he got love yeah, for the burger making. And when I make these, I, I, I load you, that shit up. I never knew you made the food. I know yeah. you made fries. Like ah, most fries. of the time I'm inside, especially in the summer, because all the school kids are back, so they put me inside. Mm. Okay. That's mm. that uh, that prestige since you've been there since you were What's your favorite thing to make before we dive into beefs, basketball? The beefs. beefs. I make them with love. They don't like how I make them. They'll it, complain because they say you're putting too much meat on them. I know I've but been. But uh, you make them like you would want. You yeah, like, like I would want. Yeah. yeah okay. That's why I can't even give people double cheeseburgers and I give people jumbo hot dogs when they order regular ones. I, I throw that shit on You are ne- negative for Mr. Bro. Portillo, bro. <laughs> you know, like, all food for I know I'm a I'm a severe not I'm a severe Portillo's eater or customer because um I can tell when new people's there. Oh, so yeah. like when I get a beef and cheddar croissant and it come back dipped, a new rookie just made that because you're not supposed to dip the croissants. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I hate getting new employees anywhere. Especially mm. at Chipotle. Oh, that shit pisses me off. Our bro. Chipotle in our area, <laughs> that I don't go. I don't go off. to no more because it's just kids, and then all yeah. it's the kids. But they just have this. I don't care attitude. I don't want to be here. Which, mm-hmm. if you don't want to be somewhere, don't get the job. But then I got to be the dickhead because you have an attitude. Like for example, <laughs> yeah. and this is where Mike and Derek specifically, because shout out to KB for saying the shortest of all of us. But these two, you got the short temper. Short temper. <laughs> Hell no! I, we go to Chipotle, right? Yeah. Person's making my stuff. Like I said, kids, they have this. I don't give a fuck attitude. I was a kid, one teenager once. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. But you have to. No, that's my, that's my biggest thing. Is just like I understand because I've been in that spot too. Exactly. But at the end of the day. It's still your job, bro. Like, you just got to do your job. Right. And, like, I'm right in front of you. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching you. So, the, this person yeah. um, is just giving people stuff mm-hmm. and tossing the spoon like that, and the stuff is splashing up, like, every time she does it. So, I'm watching, and I'm like, bro, I really hope she don't do it when it comes to mine because she's <laughs> going to dump something, and it's going to get on my burrito, and I don't eat none of that shit, and she's going to have to redo it, and I'm going to look like the dickhead mm. because, of course, Pierre is always the bad guy for wanting what he wants. <laughs> you got to play that uh, play that allergy role so it don't seem as bad. So, like, if I get some sour cream on my burrito, you're going to have to remake that shit because I'm see, allergic. See, that's exactly what it was. She I'm just like, it. no, I'm, I'm paying for that. I'm literally paying my money for the shit Thank I want. Thank you, what right? I want. And yeah. she does it, she dumps it, and it gets all over my shit. And I'm like, no, you got to redo that. Bro, I went there <laughs> recently, and they was, like, scraping the bottom of the fucking what, what is thing. We do, what are we doing right now? Why, <laughs> hey, hey, why are we <laughs> three I got comments to the day. I got the comments to the day, love. We people of the people. I got comments to the day. First one comes from Darky. Darky. And I want to hear y'all opinion on this. We was talking about this briefly before we started recording. Not going to lie, Derek is the most dripped out person on the pod on a consistent basis. The growth is crazy. 
reactions. I feel the like I'm not crazy. the most dripped out, but I definitely changed my attire. I'm going to call out commenter today. Comments of the day. This okay. is what I'm going to say. It's your thing. We should start challenging the people because I think people are using a cheat code. What people do is they purposely say some shit that involves one of us because they know you're going to bring it up. Yeah. When you come up here and you like, somebody says, mm. oh. He's saying you're predictable, Mihail. Yes. <laughs> so that person they figured out. They figured out how to get on the They got the, the formula. Yes. They got a subreddit. That sub person Reddit. is literally saying some shit that, like even Derek just said, I'm not the drift out. But the mm. growth is there, like KB said. But he just said that because he knew it to get attention. Oh, man, Pierre, blah, blah, blah. He know you're going to bring it up. The question is for the fans out there, mm-hmm. unbiasedly, who is the drift out of the two of Mike and Derek? Who's the more dripped out? I don't want y'all to debate it. I just want to see the comments for next episode. What, what would you about? say? Right just now. Right today? now. Right now. Right now. Based on today. I'm messing with Mike Fit today. With the pink? With the pink. You know, he, he got the... He got, y'all can't really see him in the video, but he, he got the Air Max and they pink. He didn't iron it. He didn't iron it. He did no, wake he up and throw that bitch on. You're absolutely <laughs> he right. He didn't iron it. But I, <laughs> I do like Derek's shirt because I have the same shirt, but it's Bart and Lisa together, so I, I mess with that shirt. Okay. I like that shirt, too. I also huh? wear it on laundry day specifically, though. So I like that shirt, too. Uh, I would go Mike. D-Mills, my boys. I want to pick D-Mills, but you wear this shirt quite a bit. Keep flooding hard, too. I ain't gonna uh, lie. Ain't nothing wrong with flooding. The joggers, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with sweat. Ain't nothing wrong with sweats going on. You know what? Because you literally wearing joggers and they're flooding. But this is the thing. This is the thing that Mike don't understand. When you wearing joggers... It's okay to have the cutoff if this if you got some kicks you want to show off. That's true. You know, oh, I'm my joggers flood. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I've never seen people wear joggers. Yo, only big baggy pants. I'll mess with it, like some good cargos. Give me some good cargos. Yo, shit flooded right now, Michael. Uh oh, Michael. It's I like okay. your sock game compared to D Mills though. Hey. D Mills, we really got to do something about these. Stadium good socks. Hey, shout out to the stadium good socks. Next one comes from Jordan A, and this one real simple. He says, Mike, I need to know. Who you guys think is the cutest NBA player right now? See Oubre, what I'm saying? But you listen, though. No, listen, I'm listen. Listening. We, we'll give it a chance. We'll give it a chance. Oubre, <laughs> runs is, Oubre's run is over, in my opinion. Killian Hayes is number one in my book. I know Kenny won't accept it, though. And my response to that is just the same shit. Mike, and what MJ say, stop it. Get some help, bro. Just stop it. Hmm. He's, not even in a, he's gonna be in the league. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. Me, what? He attra- who are you attracted to? I was thinking to? of Cade Cunningham. Oh. You think of Cade Cunningham Q, huh? <laughs> no. That's what it is. That's what that is. Future, future teammates right Kill- there. Hey, future I will say teammates. Killian Hay is getting a lot of love uh, from Twitter with the attractiveness. Like, That's your man now, Twitter, KB. Huh? You going <laughs> to switch over? What do you mean switch over? We all know you got a little something with Kelly Oubre. I be memeing, my guy. Come on. Qu- cut it out. The, the most attractive NBA player. Let's talk about the NBA Finals, y'all. Um, we, we've waited long long enough. It's a 2-0 series. The Suns have, I would say, dominated through two. Shout um, out to Mikael. Shout out to Mikael Dominating Game two. Shout out yep. to Dominating. Um, it hasn't been fun. I'm going to go on my, my monologue real quick, and then we can talk about it. Obviously, as a Chris Paul fan, I want to see him win a championship. You know, it could be quick and easy in four. But as an NBA fan, this shit is not cool. Right? I always tell people there's a hierarchy to my fandom. On the absolute top of that pyramid is NBA fan. Before I'm a Bulls fan, before I'm a Chris Paul, Derrick Rose, before Kelly Uber, whoever it may be, it's under NBA fan. So I'm willing 
to have Chris Paul fucking lose a series if that means that the product of the NBA is better. Because through two games, I'm not saying it's boring. It's definitely not boring because it's basketball. Devin Booker was showing his ass, as P would say. Um, Chris Paul taking over. Giannis having the biggest playoff game of his career. It, It was far from boring. But it wasn't as competitive as you as you want an NBA finals to be. And and one thing I had a conversation with my fan base is like if the series ends in four, I don't want people to be super upset because it's also about the journey. It's not necessarily about the last series. You gotta think about all the moments. When LeBron and them was getting their ass beat up by the Warriors, <laughs> it sucked when you got to the finals, but then you think about the whole journey to this point. Every regular mm-hmm. season game, every playoff game. And maybe the finals ain't as good. Mm-hmm. But it's about the journey. But I still do want that finals to be good. No, and through two yeah. games, it hasn't been. Yeah, it, it hasn't. And the bus really need to get it together. And something I was kind of thinking about, and we, we talked about this before, but this Bucks team is good. Like, they're, they're a team that can compete every year. But this just seems like one of those years where, like, the chips just kind of fell into place for them to make it to the finals. And, like, seeing them at this point – I don't know if they really can match up against the, the the Brooklyn Nets in the future or if somehow Ben Simmons is gone and they bring, like, Joel Embiid with another star. How are they going to handle that? This seems like this is one of their opportunities that kind of slipped up against them. And for good reason, too, because the Phoenix Suns are just doing they're, – they're just a better team. They have multiple ways to kill you. They have Chris Paul and Devin Booker who literally do what they want out there in that pick and roll. And not only that, it's, they can have Mikhail and Jay Crowder run off screens or just spread the floor, and if they're hitting their shots – it's just adding another element to the game. And the Bucks, they literally have one thing going for them per game. It's either Giannis is going crazy. It's either Chris Middleton is doing it. They can't be all together right. on the same page. When Jay Crowder do what, it's time to pack his bag. When he hitting them step-back threes. Well, not yeah. step-back, just hitting two just anything. Threes. If he yeah. gave you two or three, it's a good And night. I think he gave them two in the first quarter. And I think I was, I was in there with one of y'all, and I was like, yeah, I know that the Bucks up by six right now in the first quarter, but the Suns winning this game. Mikael yeah, had hit two Craig, in the first quarter. Torrey Craig. Mm-hmm. Then he took a fucking bullet from a sniper, and he's they, probably out for yeah. next game. Booker hit seven threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a long night, but I'm confident in the Bucks a little okay. bit because okay. one thing I did see is that Drew never lost his confidence. He stayed aggressive and he stayed taking shots. He had a lot of shots just rim out that he normally make. Mm-hmm. Um, normally make like two years ago. No, I'm talking. He ain't made him these playoffs. I'm talking. He had very few yeah. far between. He had, he had a few layups that he let, a, like rammed out. A few layups is yeah. kind of a str- he missed like four layups last game. And I think and I think that's something that could change. That's easily that's easily something that they could fix. Because one thing he didn't do is he didn't stop shooting. Mm-hmm. He shot twenty shots. <laughs> so like yeah. he's he's still in the game. He's locked in. I could see if he was missing and he struggled and he started like not taking shots and he was turning the ball over. But he's still confident. Chris Middleton, we know he's streaky. He plays way better at home. Mm-hmm. We know his numbers jump up significantly when he at home. Mm-hmm. So I think this could definitely come out a 2-2 series. Um, I hope so. Because it would definitely be yeah. good for the NBA. And then Giannis mm-hmm. is, I don't know, he's playing like he never almost snapped his leg. Like, <laughs> it's it's Damn, good days and bad, and bad days in basketball. That was a bad day for a lot of those like Bucks players out there. But they, they brought it close to time, especially yeah. when Giannis had that little run by his damn self. They had it right there. And even what happened? He, he got yeah. pulled out the game to fix his ankle, and then the Suns went on a 7-0 run, and it was like, yeah. that was it. He literally just needed someone to just sprinkle in something. Just yeah. sprinkle in mm-hmm. a little something to just help. And they got to st- – this is the one thing I want to tell Coach Bud. Through two games, that small ball lineup ain't been it. It just hasn't. They getting their ass smashed on the glass. Defense ain't looking as good as you wanted to. Yeah, but when they go big, then the fucking bids get killed in, on the defensive end. So I, like, th- I it- think 
I think Brooke Lopez has been better than Pat Connaughton defensively. Yeah, I don't like Pat yeah. Connaughton. Pat Connaughton ain't been. I mean, he's. I think he scored like 14 points, but he gave up everything on the other side of it because they were just getting outboarded and everything. My mm-hmm. few things with the Bucks is is, yeah, Drew Holiday has to be better. We all like Drew Holiday up here, no doubt about it. Not here to slander Drew Holiday, but point blank period, he has to be better. Um, Drew Holiday, he hasn't been really that that overwhelming these playoffs. He hasn't been that guy that I thought he was going to be for them. He's never going to be a, a just non-effective player because of what he can do defensively. Um, and because he does have a focal role in their offense, he's always going to get, be able to get his shots. But Drew Holiday has to be better. He just has to. Um, you're not going to win a game in this series, let alone a series, oh, yeah. if uh, Mikael Bridge is damn near outscored both of them. <laughs> Mikael Bridges had 27 points in game two and Drew Holiday and uh, Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton had 11. 11 yeah they combined points. for 28 points that's terrible bro. they outscored that's Middleton the same I shit. mean Mikael by one point with, with those two combined with 20 more shots or mm-hmm. something like that yeah. so that that right there is terrible um what they shot 29% from three in game two disgusting mm-hmm. 44 in game one though so bro, it's, and that's that's what I don't like the Sun shot 50% from three they made bro, 20 of their Middleton, 40 yep to be as like the type of shooter we know he is in a regular season, like the 180 club and all that. Bro, they be needing him to be consistent. You can't have no 38-point game one game. You're dropping 20 in a quarter, and then all of a sudden you just can't hit The biggest 11, thing bro. for me in the first 11 two, is ridiculous. The first two games of Chris Middleton, he has zero free throw attempts. That's that's the thing. I think I said that in my video too. Like there's no way I'm a, like him, he is a heavily contested shot taker, three-pointers mid-range. And it's not going in. There's no way you don't get to the basket one time and draw a foul just yeah, to see just once. the free throws. Just once. Zero shot at free throw attempts is crazy. And then when you allow – when nobody else is getting to the line because Drew Holiday shot two free throws, so he got there once. And then the bulk of it comes between Giannis. I think he had two and ones too. Um, and, he yeah, he went two of three. So you're right. He did have uh, – but Giannis shoots majority of the free throws, and he's going to miss. 11 so, for 16 uh, – 18, yeah. I think it was. Uh, yeah. So he missed seven of them. That's and a good. Now. That's a good game for Giannis. But yeah, it is. For Giannis, Giannis does actually. It is. <laughs> but they shot as a team sixty five percent from the field, from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Um, the game prior, they shot below seventy percent, and then the Suns missed one free throw, twenty three out of twenty, twenty five out of twenty six in game mm-hmm. one, and then in game two they shot twelve or fourteen. Yeah. So they're shooting above eighty five and above, mm-hmm. and from the free throw line they're shooting fifty percent from the three. DeAndre Aiden is offensive rebounding. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the the Bucks they they had more offensive rebounds in game two, but they don't make you pay for them. They don't get easy baskets. That's that like for them to they won the turnover game two. Like that's what I praise the Suns with in game one. They won the turnover battle in game one. Um, they they rebounded, offensive rebounded. They made their shots and then they made free throws. And that's what the Bucks didn't do in game one. But then game two they won the turnover battle slightly because at the end Chris Paul just got silly happy mm-hmm. with the b- basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of those don't count, but yeah, I just—they're not going to win games, bro. When I liked—I liked game one for Middleton. He came out aggressive. He shot twenty-six times. I know Giannis only shot eleven times, which I said in my video that wasn't going to happen in game two, and lo and behold, it didn't. But man, yeah, Chris Middleton cannot have eleven points mm-hmm. and no free throw attempts. And he it, can struggle. Right. He ain't got to be perfect, but damn. Mm-hmm. And for those players to play at those levels, these are the type of scenarios where it's like you can't do this again two games in a row. Right. Like tonight you have – we're ex- we're all expecting bounce-back games yeah. from Drew Holiday. Well, they have Christmas. no choice. They have no choice tonight. Yeah, this yeah. is a must-win game. Oh, you said tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, they have, oh, yeah, no, they yeah. have no choice. Yeah, it's a must-win game. And honestly, like 
Budenholzer just got his foot right out the damn door at this yeah, point. Like he's sure. literally sticking out the door. He about to walk out. And the reason I'm putting emphasis on Drew Holiday is because Middleton has been better in these playoffs. Uh, he had a tough game in game two, but he's been better uh, for the most part. We know what Giannis is going to bring because the Suns have a big three. I don't care what nobody trying to say or what nobody got to say. When Devin Booker, Chris Paul playing at the level that they playing at, which is consistently what we've seen all year, but then Aiden is playing the way he's been playing, that's a three-headed monster. Mm-hmm. So in order to compete with a three-headed monster, you need your three to step up. You know, and, and combining to outscore Mikael Bridges by one point is not having a three-headed monster. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. You have their three-headed monster who's playing. Aiden had his double-double. Booker had 30-something. We know Chris Paul, what he's going to do, almost a double-double. He may have had a double-double. I, I don't... think he had eight assists. I think. Okay, eight assists. Sound like you bet on his assists. And, and then you sprinkle it. in Mikael Bridges. <laughs> The the Bucks can barely get their three, let alone have a fourth player like Mikael Bridges did step up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like PJ Tucker ain't gonna have a 28 point game. Imagine. Yeah. Um, what's PJ Tucker career high? Like 20. No, hell no. <laughs> you bugging? 20 points on the head? I would assume that he probably had a game where he hit like five threes. Let's I'm gonna see. say about 29. I was oh, going to say 31. Oh, oh, y'all going higher. 24 in 2016. Oh, okay. You was closer than me. 19 rebounds is career high. Damn. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. What would you have guessed? I would have guessed 15. 15. <laughs> now that I heard it, I'm going to try to get around it. <laughs> um, I, I think we definitely have to show the love to Giannis because that performance was was on the level of LeBron finals performances. Like, nobody else ain't doing shit, so I got to do literally everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just, it's crazy. I was saying in my video, bro, Bucks fans need to be celebrating that that man signed his Supermax already. Because a game like this is the one you're like, bro, I put up 40 in the finals and not nobody else. And we were debating that like the beginning of the season. Should he just wait to the end? He and he he might have should have, but whatever. They got two <laughs> other max contract type players and nobody showed up in the finals. So I gave y'all 40, 40 minutes. I don't even do 40 minutes normally. And my knee was damn the snapped knee. a week ago. On the bum knee. He said he's fine, though. He said his knee don't even hurt no more. So and this was, what's hurt. unfortunate for the Bucks is that even when they go to their second unit, you don't get a break. Mm-hmm. Like campaign, Cam Johnson, Tory Craig. Like, those boys, yeah, they Cam come Johnson out and they play impactful basketball. So, like, you consistently get – you got to – your second unit has to come out and play. Like, you can't have those dead spells where just Gian, when Giannis is sitting out that there's nothing really going for you. But that's why the Bucks need to just try more. Budenholzer got to try because you're not you're not giving guys opportunity in minutes. And I understand certain Spurs, Bobby Portis, run good defensively, but shit, even the ones that is doing better defensively, mm-hmm. getting their ass burnt. So I mean, you just you got to try start trying some shit, man. If yeah. shit ain't working, Brent Forbes is going to have to try to get out there and have some hot spurts. Yeah, try mix it up, because I mean, nothing you, defensively is working. For they need them. to so get some different to try actions. Something. Yeah. <laughs> like. I, obviously, like Giannis is at, at the level he is, he's playing ridiculous. But it's literally like everybody just watches him when he starts his ISO. It's no move, it ain't no screen or nothing like that. And on the other side, is we see the we seen the ball, bro. Y'all know that play from the Suns, where the ball basically moved the whole damn possession on the on the Bucks. And the Bucks they played good defense, but it ended up like those are the things that just happen when the ball keeps moving and players have, and defensive players have to rotate. I just think they need to get out, get as many easy buckets as they can. To be honest with you, because yeah, they were one of the best transition teams, so they got to get out and run. They, um, these boys never pass the ball. I looked it up because somebody was like, "Man, this team frustrating to watch." I'm like, "Hell yeah, they frustrated because they don't pass the ball. It's too much isolation. They are, they have the lowest pass per game than any team to make it to the finals in the last decade, and it's not even really close. Mm-hmm. 
It's ISO, ISO. The only team that was relatively close was the Houston Rockets with James Harden and Chris Paul, but they didn't okay. actually make it. If mm-hmm. they would have made it, they would have been pretty much tied. But for a team to make it to the finals, they passed the ball the least out of anybody. Right. And it's like even the assists they do go, it's in that same style where it's just like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they'll have 12, 13 or, or like, you know, a big assist game. But it's mostly because they're just coming off ISO. It's not like they're swinging the ball and getting good yeah, ball movement. definitely. Yeah, Drew Holiday does do a lot of the pick and roll. He's primarily a pick and roll player. Yeah, so yeah, that's where sure. he get a lot of his assists from. They, they, their offense is predictable. You know, mm-hmm. it just is what it is. They're a very good team. Giannis is a very good player, great player. Uh, but it does get predictable. And, you know, when you're not making shots, you got to start getting that shit elsewhere. And it, it gets tough on Giannis, man. That's why I said they got to get they got to get easy buckets because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think people really understand the exhaustion, you know, how, how exhausted a player like Giannis's mold would be in a game like game two where all of his buckets are at the basket. He's not mm-hmm. three point threat. So mm-hmm. he's has to go downhill every time. That's exhausting. Then get back on defense and moving around constantly with a Suns type offense and he's getting a rebound and he's pushing and he's attacking and even his ISOs, he brings the ball back to get ahead for the steam and he's getting beat up to get to the line and they're trying to knock him around and physicality. And in game two, he made some very good shots, like the turnaround uh, jumpers that are very Kevin Durant. Yeah, Yeah, that was, those were good. And I think he did hit one three, but for the most part, his shit is going to be him going downhill, head for the steam, attack, attack, attack. That's exhausting, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to find ways to get him some easy buckets where he can duck in, turn, and yam that bitch on somebody on a mismatch or something. I don't know. I'm I'm not here uh, to reconstruct the Bucks' offense because I don't watch the Bucks for 82 games to, to to talk on them. But I do know something needs to be different if they want to win. And they got one of those. Even if don't shit change, Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton cannot be fucking combining to barely outscore Mikael Bridges himself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's terrible. I'm, I can't also, get past that. Y'all need to stop watching that mainstream media shit. If you're going to watch it, please don't tag me in it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what they tag you in? It was a video of somebody. I don't know. I don't remember if it was Fox Sports or ESPN where they were looking at Giannis's performance and they were questioning whether or not he helps the team. <laughs> well, Perkins did call Chris serious? Mills and Batman. I know. Is you serious? <laughs> Hell, Are we watching I'd the same pissed, game? Cause I'd be I don't even like, know what to say. I really just had to do all that shit because they couldn't do a damn thing <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'll be understanding certain things with the Middleton and Giannis because I think down the stretch, Middleton is their number one option. I don't think that's debatable. But I'm never going to call Giannis – Robin. Robin, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. He's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and ain't nothing wrong with having somebody down the stretch. I, I think mm-hmm. that was Kyrie for LeBron. I think down the stretch, I wanted Kyrie to have the ball to yeah. create a shot more than LeBron. That's, who's who's our down the stretch guy? Who is, what you mean? Pierre. Is it Pierre? Oh, definitely. No I doubt about it. Me. I, I knew yeah, I, I that's why me. I asked that question. That's, no doubt about yeah. it. I'm, I'm taking myself. Yeah. Because at, at the least, you're going to get the good play. It ain't about forcing a shot. You're going to get the – I can score, but I'm going to make the right play. We don't know that about you, sir. I'm, I do that. We don't got to get into this shit right now. We do this shit every week. That's exactly why I asked because I knew both of y'all were going to say y'all so. But I, I got the backup from him, though. Unless you finna back up. Like, would be I'm a damn lie to say I don't be hitting big shots, bro. No, I don't think that's the question. That's like we're not saying LeBron ain't never hit a big shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't – that ain't that ain't what the question is. Mm-hmm. Two motherfuckers can hit some shots, but we've seen you. You you've never seen me down a stretch going to a one on one matchup with somebody. He gonna bring up one time. 
That was a that was a big time. You know what but I mean? But that shit, we that had bogus ass balls. That shit was a half court game. <laughs> what that sound like? You blaming it on the balls and the fact that we were playing half court? Yeah, well, just he was just full of excuses the other day. He was. He was. was. They so gonna, please they stop. See that Thursday. They so gonna please see that Thursday. stop. Trust me. But you, see. what you can't say that and then come up with all those excuses because we got on his ass. So that's being a uh, hypocrite. Hey, I'll be, I be hooping, man. Okay. If the last shot is up, I will take that motherfucker. All I know is uh, the RDC boys said next time we in the same city, we running it, a rematch. Yo, it's got to be. We need them boards, bro. We was getting no, we killed don't. on them. Damn I love man. RDC, but they bro. ass suck. They Mark got hoops. hustle, rebound a hall of damn fans. Yeah, well, Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark got hustle. Box him out then. Uh, bro, I wasn't guarding him. I'm saying, I want you to guard him this time. Box him out. I, I will guard Mark. Okay. Yeah, that ain't shit. Shout out to them. They doing big things. I know yeah, y'all saw everything so happy. on. Man. I was so happy yeah. for my boys, man. Man, they been... Everywhere too, yeah. They've been the last few months. They've been doing a lot of on shit. On the road, they might as well be on tour. Um, that's the NBA Finals talk. There are some other things going on around the league. It ain't just two teams no more. You know, off season is starting. Rumors and rumors and rumors. I want to get to the first rumor, um, having to do with the San Antonio Spurs. Who, I mean, they're rumors, so take them as that. You know what I'm saying? Um, is rumored that Dejounte Murray and Derek White might be gettable. Was the was the exact words used? Hmm. Um. Because they're trying to figure out the direction of their organization. That reaction tells me you didn't know about this, Derek. So how do you feel as a Spurs fan that that might be the case if, if you are a I'm Spurs I'm very surprised fan. to see DeJounte on the market. Um, you would have knew about it if he was where? In the parties? Yes, if he was in a party. I brought it up yesterday. I did see, like, some on my phone about the Spurs, but I didn't click on it. I didn't. Fake fan. But, like. Let the Bulls come up. I'm clicking it. But, yeah, I'm very surprised <laughs> to see DeJounte. I thought he was, like, the PG of the future. I mean, he's young. He's very versatile. Um, and he's progressed every year. He's literally gotten better. And I felt like next year was like going to be an even bigger jump. Because, like, last year, offensively, he was way more aggressive. His playmaking has stepped up. He, um, he still could be. It doesn't say that they're he, making him available or trying desperately yeah. to trade him. Just he said they really could be that, like, full range. I mean, first of all, the Spurs share the ball for the most part. And also, DeMar DeRozan, he, he kind of need that ball. So, it take a lot of those, like, playmaker Yeah, but DeMar DeRozan is probably going to be out. So, like. That's right, why I that's thought what he, said. He, he could take that. He could take a bigger, a bigger jump. I agree. Oh with you. yeah. Like I, I, I really think that Dejounte Murray was that type of guy. From I think Derek White being on the market is like a normal. Just, yeah, I yeah. Really, that's like that's an opportunity fine. thing. Derek White is a hooper. You know, he he's definitely a dude that can go to a team and help them out, like especially scoring the ball and everything like that. But I thought Dejounte Murray is going to be like you know one of those core guys that they. Yeah, keep. I thought they was going to like keep. I thought y'all, him y'all and keep Kilden. saying thought he still can be. They're just yeah. saying he's not untouchable. Yeah, that he's makes not sense. untouchable. That's all. Yeah, I thought like for sure like. Cause I, like even though it's rumored, I thought like that was that shit would have never came. Out. I wouldn't think that Dejounte Murray ain't been that good. Where he he's just he's untradeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is for like the uh, Trey Youngs and, and the Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, but a guy like Dejounte who ain't even like sniffed an All Star game for a team like the Spurs who just have like KB said no real real direction and Demar could mm-hmm. leave could come back. Um, everybody's kind of a little bit of available. You for think them. even Kelden's available? It didn't say it, but. I think if the right package came, hell yeah. Yeah, I don't see nobody on that roster as untouchable. You know? You know? Except Poodle. Purdle. <laughs> Shout out to him. But uh, Popovich spoke on Keldon Johnson because he got invited to the Team USA. I've been watching all mm-hmm. those interviews and practices. That and seemed a bit biased to me. He said uh, he said that uh, he hopes that it, he think it'll it'll help him how it helped Derek White. You know, get some confidence, wow. learn mm-hmm. from some guys, get coached by Eric Spolstra because he coaches the select team. Uh, and get some culture from a different perspective than just Pop's perspective. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Pop. He, 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 he came back. He said that Bradley Bill was he a little said, thicker than he thought, too. He right? did. I watched that, he, that was also in that interview, yeah. yeah. That's, that sounds like a D. Mills comment. 
It's kind of funny because you see them like multiple times a year. Like they play twice. each other. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and then he ain't he ain't like this to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I like to see Greg Popovich running his sprints. He looks really good for 75 years he old. He does. Yeah, he I does. love Greg Popovich. I'm very surprised to still see him like coaching and like loving mm-hmm. it. You think he retires soon? <clears throat> bro, you I don't know, know what I bro. Because because I you say that. But if you're really passionate about something, I can't see myself retiring from the shit I do. Yeah, no. Nah, bro, I, I, you I know what? I need a, I need a like picture of that shit. You know where it's uh, Dwayne Casey, DeMar DeRozan, and Greg Popovich, they're he all hugging out. each other? Yeah, yeah, I might need that. I love it. Yeah, that's a nice-ass picture. Have that shit hanged up on the wall. Where? DeMar DeRozan and two black coaches. <laughs> I thought that Popovich would go like, to a team where they would you be know like, Popovich a team is black, for, like right? a championship. No, he's not. <laughs> Why you look at me to try to confirm uh, what I was saying? Is Jason Kidd black? Yes, y'all confirmed that. I never really. See, we're not going through this. But I'm saying he again. didn't know that Greg Popovich is black. They don't have to have dark skin to be black. Okay. Is Derek Jeter black? I don't. I can't. I, I know. I know he's a baseball player. It was a shirt I picked up at the thing. Is Derek Jeter black? Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a black man. These oh. are black people. You can't be thinking that because they skin not black that they ain't black. No, so I'm gonna ask you one more time: Is Greg Popovich black? No, he's not. <laughs> 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 uh, my boy, man, my boy, my boy. But yeah, I, I love Pop. That that is a good picture, though. Um, would y'all like to just see him on a championship team, or do y'all want to see who? him Popovich? No, he is a Spursian. Yeah. You, you get that shit tattooed on his forehead. I ain't seeing. I, I ain't trying to see him nowhere. I think else. that was whack when people were saying that's 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 disrespectful. No, man. don't do and that. And I think that's also why he's a great coach. And why he won't retire soon? Because he's already won what five rings? Five. He's just nice. chilling. There's and no he's pressure. And he's he always do. competitive. That's how yeah. like you you don't know the direction of when he's still the coach. Because I mean they're always gonna have that chance that Popovich chance of like making some type of run during the season or something yeah. like that. He's gotta show you that I could do both. I could be player development and I could been be your championship. He's always showing that shit. He yeah. he had championship teams and was developing developing Modern. Kawhi. Yeah. Is he the, is he the greatest coach of all time? He's my favorite. Yeah, I will say. Yep, he's the greatest coach of all time. Phil Jackson, you're f- no. I mean, I, re- I didn't really have those like deep experience like where I seen that shit. But he's the greatest coach uh, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. You know? I like Phil Jackson as a coach, philosophies, different things. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you know, you go from Jordan and Pippen to Kobe and Shaq. Kobe. Yeah. And what I liked about you know? Pop the most is that if you had the hot hand, he was going to play you over his starters. Like if Patty Mills had it going or Manu had it going, Parker, you can come sit next to me. Like. Mm-hmm. He did that type of shit where it was like, you would be surprised that he even did that. Like, I even seen him have games where, like, if Tim Duncan wouldn't own shit, he would have Tim Duncan sitting next and to him. And that's how they gave up the rebound to Chris Bosh. Well, that was that was that wasn't because <laughs> Tim Duncan wasn't on shit. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Greg Popovich deserves love for that as an all-time girl? Do you think that's just good culture? I think that's just good culture. Like, if you're if someone else is playing better than the guy that's starting, yeah, play him. That's what I'm saying. So do you? Like when you talk about Greg Popovich, do you think that's something to highlight him for? Or you yeah, think I think so just... too. Because a lot of coaches that you talk about, like they gonna play the guy that's getting mm-hmm. paid that max money. Over well, the... Greg Popovich will too. Yeah, I'm no, no. he will too. Yeah. I think Greg. Well, he also kind of got that leniency. I feel like they just trust. He know what the hell he doing. Obviously, yeah. he do. So it's like, you know, everybody's gonna get their opportunity and shit. If a motherfucker is rolling, you you kind of got to. I think yeah, he's always been that type of dude that's going to try to put his team in the best scenario to win a game. And I think he gives his players a lot of confidence. And he <clears> he <throat> takes those learning experiences in the game, and he doesn't, like, 
he lets you have him. Like, he doesn't get just yank you out the game or nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. I've even seen him do it, like, with the younger guys. Like, he'll have moments where he'll pull him to the side, tell mm-hmm. him, like, hey, don't do like do not do this. And then he'll put him right back at the scoring board saying, all right. And then he put him right back in the game. That's just cool as hell to me. Or it's that time his ass set the, uh, basically his whole starting lineup when he had a nationally televised game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they ass like a fucking, uh, what do they no, call No, no, y'all talking about two different things. A platoon. platoon. He platooned. Oh. But he talking about Pop got fined because there was a nasty televised game, Spurs versus Heat. This is oh, yeah. in the Heatle days. And Pop is like, Tim Duncan, all of my starters, he's <laughs> yeah. just not playing. It's an ESPN game, <laughs> but I don't give a damn. Yeah, but then no, the platoon thing is something he actually does a lot. Yeah. And yeah. that's when Jim Boylan thought it was okay to do it because he Greg Popovich used to do it back in the day. No, nah, it was funny. Did. It was one moment when they were playing the Bulls, right? The Bull, they were, the Spurs were killing us. They were up like 20. With Wait, like, well, so you us with the Bulls, even though the Spurs are also your team? This was a while ago. Derek, oh, before you listen, Derek, Derek, no. just give up the Spurs. You know no, the Spurs listen to fan. the story, I'm though. Saying, I'm just saying, you're not a Spurs fan. Like, but tell yeah, okay. them to stop saying that, bro. Okay, but just listen to Damn, the story. He just going to give up your fan, okay. though? He's not. I, like, we, 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 we get on him too much with the Spurs shit. Yeah, like, he, I, I just Everybody the Spurs. likes the Spurs. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They like the I mean, I don't thing. dislike the Spurs. I wouldn't go as far as say I like them, though. I don't like yeah, them. I'm, I'm very neutral. I like Greg Popovich, but I don't like the. It ain't shit on that team. I really. I mean, Dejounte, if you want to come to Chicago, I'm a Laker guy. I'm a Laker guy as a kid. So when they used to play and Bruce Bowen used to try to do dirty shit Kick to Kobe, in the face I did not like the Spurs at all. With those born like as a kid, this is as a kid for people getting the comments like, ah, as a seven year old kid who loves Kobe, mm-hmm. you don't want to see these black and white, black and gray jerseys. Tim Duncan mid-range off the glass jump shots <laughs> Bro, yeah. and Bruce Bowen like, trying to that's why I, That's why I got that like kind of like foundation with this because I love just like the the fundamental basketball. They, they, you're not yeah. going to see a team like, like that always just passing the ball, have the ball movements, still give the ball to Tim Duncan, sure. all that little shit that they did that a lot of teams really didn't. So yeah, but as a seven-year-old, Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not really looking at that like that, no, for that, sure, yeah. for sure. And that's why I'm not really a big Tony Parker fan because it, 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 it Tony was, Parker cool. Shit was stiff. Uh, he was an okay basketball player. He was he was stiff. Yeah, you led the league in uh, points in the paint for a small guard like that. It's good for mm, him. I didn't know that. What were yeah, you saying? You did it multiple times. Yeah, what were you saying? You said uh, the Spurs were playing against the Bulls and, and they, they were up, killing us. Yeah, they were up a lot like so twenty. So who's that? Who's winning? I have no idea. Who's the Spurs? The Spurs were killing the Bulls. Oh, okay. okay. And they were up by like twenty with five minutes left. So Pop took out all his guys, and the Bulls came back, and you just see him just standing on the sideline, just pissed off, because like it's like a four point game, and like the Bulls are coming back, and like he didn't even put his starters back in. He just let his who bench. won that game? The the Spurs won by like a barely. You want to see Greg Popovich pissed? Tracy McGrady, thirteen points. Oh him. yeah, that's Devin George losing that ball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Was a I mean that wasn't Devin moment. George? That was uh, forget his name. Devin. It was a Devin. It was Devin. Devin. Twenty three for the Spurs. Devin. Devin George played for the uh, Lakers. Played for the Lakers. Devin. This is a uh, my brain keeps saying Vassell, but I see. I know Vassell <laughs> might not have been born that that time. Devin, um, you Jet Devin, uh, De- Devin Brown, Devin Brown. Hell no, Devin Brown. I was no. not getting that way. <laughs> I heard that name Devin before. Brown. You didn't, Devin mm-hmm. Brown? Yeah, Devin Brown. Been around. He had been around. I, maybe if I saw a picture, but not not from the namesake. He had been around. Shout out to Devin Brown. What are some other Devins? Booker. That's a, <laughs> that's a good one. All right, next. Devin Hester. Devin oh, Hester. Okay. I, I, I don't even stick keeping it the bag. Hey, Devin. Devin Hester didn't even come to my mind. Devin. Fake Bears fan. Devin. 
Uh, I don't know. is coming way more popular name now. Jalen is blossoming. Oh my God! Speaking of Jalen, Jalen Lewis, right? Harris. Harris. Jalen Lewis. The, some kid, sixteen-year-old, just signed a one million dollar deal with Overtime Elite, becoming uh, the youngest. Jalen Lewis. Yes. Jalen Lewis. I thought okay. you meant Jalen Harris of the Raptors, who was suspended for the drug policy. Oh yeah, no, no. Um, Jalen Lewis. He's sixteen years old. He signed a one million plus dollar deal with Overtime Elite, becomes the youngest American professional sports or professional basketball player not sports because it's young people in the olympics all the time that's dope dope shout out to master p son too master p son got that two million dollar oh did he yeah with uh, overtime elite no nah, he's oh, going to uh he's going to college he's going to mm. a hbcu I, yes i did see that actually i did um, see that. he got the two million dollar deal it that, took the ncaa a very long time for this but i'm so happy that finally kids can benefit off hey their names, shout man. out to my boy daniel Potterman at beyond mm-hmm. um the agency beyond uh i seen him talking about it and he was saying basically like you know it's gonna be a lot of people with this nit stuff or am i saying it right i have no idea yeah nti nit nit isn't that when you yeah you good but you're not good enough for the tournament exactly so i forget what it what it is but uh yeah daniel potter was talking about kids making sure that they know what they're getting into because it's going to be deals left and right. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to just take take anything and then come to find out uh, it, it, it's it's not in the rules. Because he's, he's saying the rules are still getting developed. Mm-hmm. So, like, anything the kids yep. accept, they should send it through their administration. Because, right. you know, especially you, when you don't got shit to start off with, you like, yeah. oh, I got this deal. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me take this yeah. one real quick. Right. But he's saying it's just still so early and new that yeah. you don't want kids to just start taking anything. And then now you're playing with your eligibility. Right. So just go through your administration. Also, got to understand that, you know, it, it's not like us getting paid because they take the taxes out for us. It could be some situation where some tax should come because oh, kids sure. don't know, sure. so they got to file the right. taxes themselves. You just yeah. hope that everyone that's getting these bank these bags have good teams and families. Yeah, around. exactly. Like, I couldn't imagine being sixteen signing a one million dollar deal. What the hell would you do if I was sixteen and I just got my fucking license and I'm I'm buying a crazy car? Yeah. It would be dumb <laughs> to do that, but I would. You know, I yeah. just hope that these people got good teams around them. But also, at sixteen or sixteen years old. What they want, like I remember, De'Aaron Fox got drafted. He got like a Mustang because he was like still a kid. It's like yeah. you don't want. Like, he's not gonna get no Rolls Royce. Or he's got. I think like he's that. yeah. One of his cars is a Swiper Tesla. It's a Tesla Y, and it's got like a Swiper logo, like a fox on it. Ooh, Shit's that's fire. That's dope. Um, so the ops know it's him though. If he riding I, in it, he it, the only reason I know this is because he was just out getting some food one day, and he was sitting in his car waiting for his fiance. And just some some people were looking at the car like, oh my god! And some dude was walking around taking a video of, and his tents are so so um, so dark they didn't see him. So I guess you can know it's him, but you, yeah. that's some super specific shit. If you just saw a fox, you might not really put two and two together. Michael Carter Williams got the uh, iridescent. I I love iridescent cars, but it's a, I saw one Tesla. I saw iridescent Tesla in California. That might have been Michael Carter Williams. It might have been. in California last time I was there. She was crazy. I want to ask y'all a question. Who are some guys that y'all think, oh, this might be tough or tough you hear, that can make a Jeremy Grant type leap, who is right now on a team, significant role player, not necessarily young, not necessarily old, because Jeremy Grant is, what, 26? Mm-hmm. So this guy has to be around 25, 26. Um, that shit just don't happen enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Like other than Jeremy Grant, what is this? Is a tough year. Julius Randle had a breakout year. He could go in and get twenty five. Kuzma, yeah. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. Yeah, have we saw a Kuzma Laker fan? Number one, the last of Kuzma with him making a comment like that, basically saying he can be a twenty five point score. He has a lot to showcase, but he can't be consistent in an inconsistent role. He snapped with that part. No, I can't be consistent in an inconsistent role. He definitely thought about that before he went to the interview. No, that's a good point. The twenty five point shit is that shit is just like. Do it first, then you can start talking your shit and back that up. To do in the NBA, no. he's that's because this year, as, as rare as it is, we had Julius Randle and Jamie Grant make the jump. So we had two dudes make tremendous mm-hmm. jumps, and guys looking around the league like, man, I could do that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but is that it for him? No, well, I think he's way better than what he showed, especially you know what in saying? the playoffs. with the Lakers. Oh, is that, that it? it? I think it is. Okay. I think it is. I think, uh, including myself, I think there's a lot of Lego fans just kind of ready to see him go. <laughs> like, we just ready. We ready to move on. What do you want for him? Huh? What do you want for him? Something that could just help us. I don't, I don't know what the returns are yet. He won Damian Lillard. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I, like I said, I can see what he means, like, with the inconsistent roles. Because there was, like, stretches during the season where I'm like, okay, he's not averaging 15, 20. But he's actually he's a better defender. He's got like more qualities of a better player. It's just you know production wise, when it came time to it, he kind of shit the bed. And he got Anthony Davis playing his position. That ain't, that ain't no. If he's you no, know, if he's out there hooping, yeah. there's no reason why yeah. the coach should be like Anthony Davis, slide your ass to the five, or Kuzma get out yeah. there and run. Get three, like there's no point. If he's playing hard and well, there's no there's no reason not to. I went to go through your old tweets, mm-hmm. your Kuzma related tweets, and it's a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> um, <laughs> In 2017, you tweeted at Cal Kuzma, have you heard of Through the Wire podcast? He didn't reply. Bro, remember you? But that was like one of our first people we would think about getting on the podcast. Remember that? He was it supposed was, to be on the podcast, yeah. That was before him. Bleacher. Him and and De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um, Shitty ass. And the next one says, Shit, the Booze Cruise We're not has disappeared. But the Cools Cruise is ready to set sail. Yeah. <laughs> you guys did something about on that one. Right. He had shit, already said that, that was before. Was like, oh, Carlos okay. in that joint. Let me get uh, Cal Kuzma for sixth man of the year. This was right after the Anthony Davis trade. He said, crying emoji. And we kept Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <sighs> um. The Clippers, <laughs> this is a good tweet. The Clippers don't got PG and the Lakers don't got Kuzma. Same fat of me. Lakers by double digits tonight. <laughs> Hell no. Kuzma is the best offensive player on the Lakers. What year was that? That was 2017. <laughs> so that's before Brian and AD. <laughs> uh, I should retweet this. Um, yeah, this, this is funny. This is funny. Kuzma out here looking like me. Kuzma gonna be, be Kuzma gonna be a better version of Nico Miritich. <laughs> That's a crazy ass comparison for you. It's, it's decent though. Nico like Miritich it. a couple of years ago used to be that yeah. not I that like man, it. but used to be decent. A little microwave. Somebody tweeted at you. They put a clown emoji over your face when Mike Ben here said Kuzma's better than Bielitsa. <laughs> but you remember that episode? <laughs> Gee, I would take Bielitsa. Oh man, they come full circle. Um, Bielitsa didn't get no PT. All-star vote, Kyle Kuzma. You got a lot of cool thing here, which makes sense. He was a young player when your team was as – I understand tweeting at him all the time. Somebody said, hey. um, I'm thinking about getting a Lakers jersey. I want an Ingram one. Which one should I get at Mike Ben here? Man, Mike said get a Kuzma jersey. <laughs> Sold him. <laughs> but at least the Kuzma jersey is still current, I guess. 
the Brandon Ingram jersey. I still jersey got the Kuzmania hoodie you got me, bro. I'm gonna have to rock that out, even if he do get traded, man. So you'll follow him on this next journey. You just don't want him in a Lakers jersey. I always root for my Lakers as soon as they leave. I respect that. Unless your last was terrible or like it really was like that, I'm rooting for you wherever you go. I got the same feeling with Laurie Marketing. I like Laurie Marketing. He seemed like a cool ass dude. Yeah. But when we signed to trade him for DeJounte Murray, I could still be a fan of him on the Spurs. A guy that you think might make a jump, Fred Van Fleet. I think he might make that jump. Mm-hmm. No Kyle Lowry. He's not a league guard. Him and OG and Pascal is just going to be their show. Mm-hmm. I could, he went from he had 19 last season. I think he could definitely, with him being a like the main guy, he could definitely get up to that 25 range. Is he the main guy? That's I think that's a stretch. If Reggie Jackson leaves and goes to a different mm. team, could he keep this up and be a mm. damn near All Star? Hell no, <laughs> no. Especially if y'all West, <laughs> I, you, that All Star West, that shit damn near be locked. You know what? I'm gonna say this right here on the show. Somebody clip it and come back to it at the end the next season. I'm not out on the Pascal train, y'all. I think last year he was ass. I give you that. He, but he still averaged twenty two. What's the Pascal? The Pascal train of what? Because you remember two years ago he was an All NBA second team. He was an All Star. He was great. I still believe he could be an All Star again. I think he can too. Yeah, yeah. I just oh, think he's not going to be. Y'all the supposed best. to let this be my hot take. Nah, and y'all was, like, yeah. Me tell too. me he's going to be the, the the best player. He will be the best player on the Raptors next season. Okay. I believe. I believe so. Who's so the best player now? Freddie. Or Kyle Lowry. Both of them had better seasons than, than Pascal this year. But that I'm taking that season with a grain of salt because they didn't play in Toronto. That's that's what were, I'm saying. So like, yeah, a, a yeah. lot of people are anti-Pascal because of his bad season. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that, like, I and still was, believe he's got I, a lot left. It was like, you know, how NBA Twitter be. He has had, like, three or four missed game-winning game winners. That came, and they literally oh spin God. out. They literally that's two when, of those game winners go in and nobody cares mm, about Pascal's that's when Everybody's <laughs> talking about he only do the spin move for the game winners and I stuff mean, like that. That was his only move. The footage speak for itself. That is his go to bag move. Uh, but <laughs> he I think he's gonna be working. Yeah, he's gonna be working. He's gonna be working. People know that so. spin is coming. So yeah. He's gonna be in the gym with Ben Simmons working on them shots. And them little floaters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if if Pascal if Ben Simmons could get Pascal shooting. And Pascal could get Ben Simmons hook shot. Both of the motherfuckers all NBA next season. <laughs> Both, <laughs> of Both of them all NBA. Who is the player y'all want to see take a jump? Maybe he don't, but that's the, like a guy you rooted for to hit that next level. That's not on your team because I think it's easy to say someone on your team. You're going to say this shit because it's 2K, but I really like what he was doing at the NC. Jaden McDaniels, I think, is one of those dudes that can has those uh, potentials to take a leap. He's going to make a leap because he was a rookie. Yeah. I think he's talking about guys that's like been in the league for a little minute. You can take it how you want, but I don't. I don't think you're saying that because two K. I think he's a good player. No, like, yeah, he had a lot of times where like there, he's literally like their go-to defensive stopper guy. Like when they have the you know the tough guys to guard, he's, he's the a prototypical dude. guy to put alongside Cat for sure. Yeah, and yeah. we talked about this the other day. Like he has that off- offensive upside. He can catch and shoot or you know take somebody off the dribble with his lane. So the only I, thing I, about Jaden McDaniels is he has to learn to be a role player, an offensive role player. Mm-hmm. He's been that guy all his life. And even at Washington in his freshman year, he had moments where he took Kevin Durant-esque shots. And in the NBA, you're not that guy offensively for the for Timberwolves. Sure. It's D'Lo, it's Anthony Cat, Edwards. Anthony Edwards. So he has to know his place in that. But he is a guy who can mm-hmm. create his own shot and when he gets that said, light and he earns when that you, role. And that's why I like that his priority, or at least for the Timberwolves right now, should be that defensive defense, side because yeah. all the other shit got him on the floor. Yeah, yeah. The, all the other Just shit get on the in. floor, which is what the defense would do mm-hmm. on a Timberwolves team. 
because they and have he, enough and, and, and don't get me wrong, those moments will come where you'll be yes. like, damn, Jaden, you just hit that yep. shot. Uh-huh. Now you can start to take exactly. those shots more. So, yeah, I really Same like thing with a guy like Cam Reddish. That's what Cam yeah. Reddish did. Cam Reddish that's a, that's played a, actually, yeah, him defense. Him and Deion, uh, yeah. DeAndre Hunter. Play defense to get your get your minutes because we have enough scoring. Scoring is easy to find in the league. Uh, but then once you get your minutes from playing defense, you mm-hmm. get that little role, the opportunity, like you said. Um, maybe you're playing with the second unit and the star players are out or you're blowing the team out or you're getting blown out. And the next thing you know, yeah, Jay McDaniels off the three step, you know, step back three and somebody fade. Oh, pull up mid range again. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Now you get a little, a little, little bit of a longer leash on offense. And, you know, now you get the confidence. So, yeah, I, I don't think you're saying that because of 2K. And he's a good player. Next season, I could definitely see Michael Porter Jr. Uh, no Jamal Murray for at least, at least half of the season. From what we know of, is that a guy you want to see, or that's a guy you predict that will happen? I think he will. I that's an easy one, D-Mails. Well, yeah. Dig deep, dig deep. Who is somebody on. you want to Come see? Come on, dig Jonathan deep. Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. He's a big guy for me. He's gonna have the ultimate green light down in Orlando. He's coming off that injury. I mean, he might start off slow, but I definitely because when he was healthy, he was definitely making like steps into becoming a much better offensive player. Um, so I think he could definitely do it. That's mm-hmm. that was my comparison for Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, he's talking about Jonathan that. Isaac. Markel Fultz too. Just speaking about those magic oh, yeah, plays Markel that got hurt. Markel Fultz was actually having a like. He was one of those dudes we talked about. He could have been in that competition for most improved player because he was averaging like twenty points and he started you know becoming into that starting point guard role a lot for them. Who is a guy that I want to see make a lead? One of the guys I wanted to, and I said he would. He already did in his sophomore season. My bad. But I want to see him take an even bigger leap. Um, Darius Garland. I'm a real mm, big Darius yeah. Garland guy. My guy is the other mm-hmm. one. Um, Colin Sexton. I want to see him get traded and fucking spaz. Whether that means he's a, the greatest six man or whatever, I just want him to mm-hmm. play his role and spaz somewhere else. You know what's another dude? And I just want him I, I just want him to, like, we know he could be crazy on that floor, but Jaron Jackson Jr., bro, I think he can contribute a lot. Like, he could be oh, yeah. one of those 20 to 25 points. Just got to stay healthy. Yeah. Just stay healthy. Yeah, Darius sure. Baisley is another guy. Um, I'm ready to see Darius Baisley take that jump. Keldon Johnson. Um, Keldon, I'm looking at a picture of Keldon Johnson as we speak. Him, mm-hmm. Tyrese Halliburton, Patrick Williams, Obi Toppin. Mm. Hanging out in Vegas. Me. I'm going to comment on the select one. team. On the select team. Uh, yeah, Keldon Johnson. Um, Anthony Simons. I mm-hmm. love Anthony Simons. Now I'm he saying actually, that one because of 2K. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking them boys up in the league. With, with Gary Anthony Trent Simons. Jr. You are a Gary Trent Jr. guy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. another like young guy, but um, is Alfred Payton not Alfred Payton? But Alfred Payton would he be gone? So would IQ be starting? Potentially, potentially. IQ could be, IQ with that that extra opportunity could be something nice next year. Yeah. Um, never know with the Knicks. But yeah, yeah those are some guys. I'm trying to think of guys. Miles who, Bridges, I love Miles Bridges. Yeah, Miles yeah. Bridges. I think he had a hell of a year this this year. I'm I, trying to think, I would expect them to let Miles Bridges spread his wings a little bit and maybe trade PJ Washington this offseason. Let Miles play the foe. I wouldn't be mad at that. I, that's what like, I want. I don't know if that's PJ strong. played a lot of five though this year. The thing was that they the, don't have a five. The, yeah, the reason some. why I say I'm cool with this because <laughs> literally like. I, I'm not saying I give up on PJ, but he literally like he didn't really make no noise. I think he had one big ass game. He had like a one, forty yeah, something. And one then big he ass had game. A I don't know, Mike. I like, I like other P- than I like that, PJ's, he's been like relatively quiet. Like I like all the PJ noise. Washington with Lamelo as a pick and roll partner. He reminds me of a modern David West. You, you get him thirteen six and two two and a half. You don't like Miles Bridges going up there to get that joint with uh with with Lamar. I like I like the I like what the role mm. Miles Bridges play now as like a off the bench a sporadic energies. guy. Yeah, sporadic. I think he got so much more left in it. He can't start him. 
bring PJ Washington off the bench, play small, experiment, like just do a lot of different things. But I wouldn't give up on PJ Washington. I just think they're in a they're in the market for a center. That's all. Yeah, they no, they no, they don't. no that, that ain't even an opinion. That's a fact. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, only way they get that is if they throw away sign somewhere. somebody. They can I, sign they can. somebody. I don't think they can. Cody Zeller's still on the contract. This he about to get season. off, ain't he? I'm gonna double check it. Man, shit, are, Cody Zeller. Are there many centers on the block on the market? Mm-hmm. You never know until but it happens. We, all, we still talk about like centers. It, it's all. I think it's all about fit. If they can get somebody that can run the floor with them and stuff like that, I'm almost sure that Cody Zeller is. Because I remember looking up upcoming free agents and it was telling Reese at the mask. Because maybe said Cody Zeller remind me of a Maverick. He may have a player option or some shit, but uh, a team option or something. Every NBA team's target uh, that, in the, free agent. Did we talk about this? Just look. Let, let's look at the first one and we'll know if it's, it's Atlanta. <laughs> it's Patty Mills. Okay. Um, Cody is off. The Boston Celtics is TJ McConnell. He's a Celtic type player. I'm still trying to think of guys. I'm trying to think of guys I want to jump. Who's the Bulls? Who ain't the Bulls? Already mm-hmm. made a jump. Oh, Charlotte Hornets is Jared Allen. That's their, that's their center. But they're gonna have he, to pay he's, him. Um, he's restricted. Yeah, he's restricted. That's what I'm saying. How restricted? You just got to hope Charlotte that the can have don't up match. to 22 million in cap space. So I guess yeah, they throw I, him 22 I, million. Nah. Yeah, if they, they said the Hornets t- could offer Allen four years, 94 million. I think he'd be cool there, but that's a big payday for him. Yeah, the, the no. Bulls is. Lonzo Ball. Oh, well, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. He's probably the Knicks, too. How right? much money they say the Bulls got in free agency? Um, Ball's a restricted free agent. The Bulls may need to negotiate a signing trade. Ah, that makes sense. Could y'all, so, <laughs> uh, this the season that just passed, and Aiden averaged 14, 10, and 1. Could, could we see? We, I can see that shit being Who? in the so, 20. Who? DeAndre Aiden. Hell yeah. Yeah, he probably 20 points, 12, 13 boards. Especially because Chris cool. Paul going like to that. New York. What? Horton going Tucker to New York. To the Pistons. That's what I heard. They I said like anywhere that. Chris Paul goes, he's just winning the ring from now on. But though. he would be a six man. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 amazing. yeah that makes sense. If he just had like a he little mini tour. They, Wait, where are the Knicks? What if he went on a mini tour? He went to New York, went to Chicago. Then he went to L.A. All got him a championship. And then he went to San Antonio, then Portland. So everybody can get a little piece of the team. By the time he gets to them, he basically is going to be a coach. He's going to be doing that shit Rondo be doing. He be coaching from the sideline. Facts. Who? Uh, Chris, Paul. Chris Paul. We was talking about Chris Paul went on a little mini tour before he retired, and Ooh. he just won a championship. It literally, like I like every that stop. One. They got some good shit on here. Memphis Grizzlies number one target should be Kelly. Kelly Oubre. shit. Kelly Oubre would be very nice. He said he won twenty plus million a year. Though. Kawhi has been on here twice. It was Dallas Mavericks and that's why Miami. I didn't like the title <laughs> of the thing because it's like duh. You got money to sign Kawhi. Minnesota is PJ Tucker. Why? Because that's oh, the type defense, of gritty yeah. they need. He, he is TJ Tucker. I know he already old, but y'all New see York him Knicks, as a guy. It's Chris Paul. That's we got to it. Yeah, he's on a championship team two ways away. <laughs> and we, they linking him to the Knicks, and then when they don't get him, like somebody said on Twitter, they're going to act like Knicks fans are delusional when it's the media who's saying that. As a Knicks fan, there, I in my mind, I think that there is no way Chris Paul comes to the Knicks, but the no. media keep doing this. Why would he leave a championship contending team to go to the Knicks? Ain't that common sense? <laughs> but the media keep pushing that dumbass shit. I heard he ain't even like Phoenix like that. Like, what the fuck? The Thunder is John Collins. I see why. I see why. All right, that's enough NBA Like, talk. sweetie, I see why. I think this is predictable. Philly is Cal Lowry. Mm-hmm. Why is that predictable, though? Because he was in ties for that trade to get no. to go there. I was thinking. Remember Raptors And fans. he lives there. 
ain't that crazy how all the teams that were trying to get Kyle Lowry are now out of the playoffs? Isn't that ironic? Hey, <laughs> I see somebody's like, oh, the, the Lakers Suns. didn't want Kyle Lowry. They didn't want to pull that trigger. Like, man. The Phoenix Suns is their number one free agent to be Frank Nilakina. That's a good Chris Power placement. B- backup point guard. Yeah, all right, I'm done with NBA points, talk. Two points a game. That's two points in you more than you would average in the NBA game. That's might be facts. Yeah, yeah well, weak if you can't get that. You think you can average two points in the NBA? Yeah. And and Frankie Lakina's minutes though. We're not giving you forty eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two points. Minutes? That's one bucket. How many minutes does Frank? That's play? A I know he has a lot. Frankie Lakina last games. season averaged nine minutes a game. Oh, I was gonna say I know he has games where he play a lot of minutes. He don't do shit. So you think if they gave you nine minutes to play an NBA game per, you would average two point seven? Per, right? We yeah, not saying one time, motherfucker. He didn't no, you're not going to. I'm going to hear what he said. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I need at least 15, 20 minutes a game to put up a bucket. Like nah, a, to put up, you know, I might put five, six points off the bench. That's not what I'm asking you, though. I said how two, many, how many two minutes points per game? Is one you, bucket. How many minutes per game do you need to average two point seven points per game? You know what, fuck? I'm taking it. I'm taking the nine. I'm taking the nine so minutes. You would sc- I'm taking the nine. I'm scoring more than Frank Nilakina if they give me that time. That's crazy. Bro. <laughs> Have you seen? I don't that think man? you realize how short those spurts are. His is. You're not playing nine minutes straight. They're not playing through you either. You have to get this shit. <laughs> yeah. Frank Nick Keaton coming to the game and they like, Look, here you go, Frank, Jewish take man, over. they're going to drive to the paint. They're going to collapse. I'm a, Me catching shooting in that corner? Wait, didn't we talk about Frank actually be decent shooting in that one that corner? corner shoot like 40 <laughs> if I'm getting that corner shot, I'm knocking that shit down. I'm knocking that shit down. Okay. Dope. We'll just let you think that. What's going on, y'all? Shit, man, just living life. What does that mean to you? Yesterday, I learned how to use chopsticks while eating sushi. Oh, okay. Are you a, a typical sushi guy? Every now, every once in a while, I like to treat myself to some. What, what sushi type of, is really good. I don't know much about sushi. I've so never what, had it. What does that entail? Like, what type of sushi do you go and get? Um, so like, I like the cooked rolls. I don't like raw sushi, so I'm more so like a cooked roll guy. Okay. Um, the raw sushi ain't really my thing. But you've had it before. I've tried it. Yeah. Okay. Is there? Do you believe there's anything in the world that you wouldn't try, like food-wise? Like wildcats. Or what do you mean? Like some people eat like lions and shit like that. Who? And like they're part of like the animal trade. Like people buy that shit. And, like they kill cats and eat them. So you wouldn't eat anything illegally? No. Okay. Or like elephants eat- or like. I, and no, okay, no okay. illegal games type shit. Like, is there f- actual food that you would you wouldn't eat? Hmm. I I could. Oh, I don't like oysters. So, yeah, I won't eat oysters. But you've had it before. Yeah. But so, so you tried count. it, though. I mean, like, is there a food <laughs> that you've seen you like, nah, I'm not even going to try that one? Mm. Not that I could think of right now, but mm. anything that looks slimy, like mm. that looks like it would be So slimy. you tried the oyster and you ain't like it? No. It was too, it was like sand. and hmm. like, I guess I was told that those weren't, like, the greatest. So <laughs> you would try, you tr- like, if somebody said these are the premium, premium oysters, you try it again? Probably okay. You got to slurp it out, right? I'm not being not yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the real answer to my question is: there's not an actual food that you wouldn't try. Not that I could think of. No, I respect that. How about I you? That. I think I would try anything if I'm able to, but I have dietary restriction shit. Mm-hmm. I would try everything. A lot of things that I see a lot of people turned away from is like gator, but gator is yeah. like really good. Yeah. Is that I legal? Can, yeah, yeah. 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 They sell that papados. See, I, I can't. If it's like 
They say if it's it still like not the shape in the alligator, what like, everybody you can else see that motherfuckers an alligator and say like, like cut up meat. Oh, yeah. If it's cut up meat and like I can kind of distinct like disguise it as like it's just meat, mm-hmm. maybe I can eat it. And like listening to some shit like saying like you're about to eat alligator, that shit's a whole lot different from like you're sitting down, you see yeah, the food, you're right. like, okay, this looks good. Yeah. You can smell it and shit like that. Alligators is a delicacy. Like it's really good. It's expensive? No, it's not crazy expensive, but it's decent. Y'all, you know they can live as like a long ass time, right? Yeah. That's what it's all about to me, presentation, like what you were just saying. Like I couldn't see you eating no alligator. No, it's honestly I'll, like, it's I'll, like I'll, deep fried like I'll, chicken. I'll, the dude tried to get, get me to eat it. And even the sauce, gator sauce, is kind of like barbecue sauce. Yeah. but um, What the hell does that mean? Gator what is gator sauce? sauce? That's what they call every, it. Every place has like a different sauce. So. But it's but it's it's for gators. It's not from gators. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just, yeah. It just gives it a unique taste. Okay, because I'm thinking. It's, like no. sea- it's kind of like, you know, gyro sauce? Like no. the little oh, gyro cucumber sauce. sauce? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. But- if I was to I mean, try some shit, it would, it, it, the presentation <laughs> has to be on par. I like Papado's presentation. Like, I put, hate when people just put a bunch of shit on a plate and be like, That's you my favorite thing to do on like, Thanksgiving, like, boy. All that shit is going to the same place anyway. That's but you see, right? He don't like his food touching. Food can touch. It just depends on what it is. Can uh, your macaroni touch your, your stop, mashed potatoes? Don't ask me no stupid ass question, bro. <laughs> that's a stupid question. I think that's just like a straight like that's some shit that could be touching on a plate. Yeah. yeah, I just said food can touch. It just depends on what it is, nigga. He also don't really eat like a lot of the shit we eat for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, true. Like he, you not some shit to have like some shit dripping off your plate. Or He's not like eating that. like the greens aren't going to touch yeah. his macaroni because he don't eat yeah, greens. That greens touching you know, that greens? Not no more. I used to eat greens, cabbage, all the shit when I was younger. Mm. But the more older I got, the less I my hate, taste bro. I, I don't like spinach. I love greens. I don't like spinach though. Really, spinach is a. I fucking I don't like love. Spinach. I like spinach. That's my favorite green. Dry. I don't like it cooked. Like I Same. eat spinach. Oh. I was like, less. Same. Mm-hmm. I, will, no I will make a chicken sandwich and put like just regular spinach. On oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. When I it's make my sandwiches at the crib, I don't use lettuce no more. I use spinach. Yeah, like when I go to uh, Subway, I tell them to put spinach. spinach. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it tastes like nothing. It yeah, tastes really. For all my people at home and want to get some greens in you. It just get spinach and it don't if you taste Google like nothing. The most nutrient green spinach is like number one or number two. Every every article I've ever Y'all seen. Y'all are gonna make me change. I'm gonna have to be eating it like this. You don't taste it, bro. I don't know how you prepare your shit, but if you just get one of those I'm three not, times washed, I'm just talking about like cooked spinach. I'm not talking See, about I've, like, I've never even tried cooked spinach. I'm yeah. just getting spinach. I eat that motherfucker I see right when I was wrong. little. Mm-hmm. Sauteed spinach is decent. Sauteed spinach can be okay, good. Okay, you know, that, that's actually... I cream spinach is good, too. Yeah. I've had cream, spin- cream spinach. No, we I had cream spinach when we were Y'all like now. Russell Sprouts? I don't like to eat things that are white, and cream sound like it's white. It was. We had it when we were at Morton's with Doug. He ordered cream spinach for the table. Mm. I didn't eat that. I didn't touch it. I did. We had lobster mac and cheese. That lobster mac and cheese was was S tier. Anytime I think about mac and cheese, I tried that. I tried that. I tried that. The, the lobster, lobster mac and cheese. Oh, had it. I thought you were throwing. I was like, I just thinking it's just a lot. It's just regular mac and cheese. That's the answer he said. I like, I, I eat it, and that shit was that shit was actually that shit was decent. Have you tried just lobster since then? No. Oh. Would you ever go to like a seafood boil? No. No. I, don't I went eat seafood, to seafood, so why would uh, I go to a place? That's you don't what's eat something you don't eat. <laughs> you were asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> it got to be something that you don't eat, bro. Don't tell me you eat anything. I hate when people say that. You eat mushrooms it might on be, pizza? I, if, if, I do. If, if Derek told me I eat anything, that would be the one person like, I would No, like the only thing I, I just said, I don't really like I know eat. he'd try anything, but it got to like be some shit. Like oysters and like clams. Like, I don't really fuck with those. That's really it. It got to be some shit that you, I know you would try anything, but it got to be some shit that even though you would try it, it ain't what you eat. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I know, like. He's a foodie, though, Pete. He He's is a foodie, but 
even when you go to restaurants, it's some shit that you are looking for. It ain't you ain't always trying to get anything. Honestly, when I look at the menu, I'm kind of just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, I, like I'm, I'm right. looking at kind of everything. Ooh, right. you ooh, ooh. Right. Yeah, I, I know you. I know you too well to have to have, have asked that question. Like, when I when I go to a restaurant, it's kind of hard. Like decisions are like very just last second. Like when I'm with the waiters, just whatever come out of my mouth. Yes, bro. Remember we were at uh we went to that one bar because Tyler was going back away or whatever. We were all like ordering our food and drinks or whatever, and Derek's taking the longest. He just ends up actually like getting what he was like. Uh, he was asking a waitress or whatever, like, what's your favorite thing? What do you recommend? Mm-hmm. He eating it like that. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to end up good doing that shit. Oh, yeah, that shit was terrible. Taste- that yeah. burger was so bad. I didn't even eat it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. You and Tyler switched a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, but no, I wouldn't go to a seafood boil because I don't eat seafood. Oh, seafood boils are amazing. I love. It seafood looked good. Boils. Is that um, is there one near us? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like called Crab Cajun Spice. Oh, it's another one called the Cajun Boy. Cajun I've been to Cajun Boy. That's the one I was thinking about. By New Balance. Crab Spice yep. is. I've heard is much better. I've been to Crab Spice. It's amazing. And what do you get? You just get it all in that bag. <laughs> yeah. End up, yeah. Like they, would, got, they got lobster. They got yep. king crab legs. They got mm-hmm. shrimps. They got. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't lie. I don't eat seafood, but some of that shit. When I see other people eating it. Or, it look good. Like my little sister. Bro, I be seeing that the people like, yeah, I love. You got a breaking it, cracking that legs and shit like that. I've always wanted to try it. Because this is gonna sound crazy, but Scooby Doo, there was an old Scooby Doo movie in an episode where Scooby Doo and um, Shaggy, Shaggy, they they stole the uh, the the pot, the broiled okay. pot, and it was like crab and oh, <laughs> and they was in my fucking eating it, and Shaggy was cracking them bitches and eating it. Like, that shit like, <laughs> as a kid, I like that shit look decent. I need to crack, try some of that. that I don't like cracking crab legs. If they come already cracked, then I love them. But if I got to sit there and do all the work for it, then I'm just like, shh. You want your food just handed to you. Yeah. He, no, he like his shit just, that's why I don't shot like, in his mouth. That's why I don't like fondue <laughs> like restaurants. Like Hell the no. melting pot. I don't really like that shit. Because then you Look, got, I just Googled it. Shaggy and Scooby eating crawfish. And it literally pop up. It's uh, Adventures of Scooby's, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. What, what year? Like how long ago was that video? That video was uploaded in 2010, but the movie came out. And yeah, probably I was just trying to see if they had that shit up like for a minute ago. The movie came out, Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island. This came out in 1998. So, like, I, I was, like, five watching yeah. that, thinking I got to try crawfish. That's what they was eating, crawfish. And, P, bro, I, I don't know how much you used to watch cartoons when you was a little kid, but I know you be watching, like, you see your sister watching some shit. Cartoon be bogus as hell, bro. Yeah, I see that Patrick show shit too, bro. That Patrick same. Star is it show. out yet? I think so. I think I gotta watch it. I, I they just be got a whole bunch. They, I think they even have like a just a different SpongeBob, like a new version that came out like recently or something. It's just it's like so. Is it without Patrick? Since Patrick now I, has I his own show, I don't know, but it's literally like just a different whole fucking like ver- universe. The shit just not the same, bro. <laughs> they always change some shit. You sound old as hell. He um, yeah, it just came out. It don't got terrible reviews. That's because it's not people like me watching it. It's the young kids. It's not for you, though. It's literally not for you. They didn't make this shit for Michael Jonathan Hurd of age 24. But that's the thing. You you know to me, the same memories and nostalgia that we get from SpongeBob, they not gonna get that. You same don't know thing. that though. They not. It's you different. don't know that though. The generation is gonna have different memories. And different how old is your sister again? My sister is. 
like five, four. Yeah. She can start watching the Patrick show today. And if that shit has a four season run, she will be nostalgia of the Patrick show when she gets our age. It's the way it is. My niece is like SpongeBob, like the original SpongeBob that we well, grew up on. Well, that's because that shit still exists. They still yeah. run it a thousand times. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Facts. I mean, it's just the way it is. You may see it as bad, and it might be bad for you, mm-hmm. but for for the shorties but out yeah, there, that's it's pretty good. It's kind of like the WWE. Like, the younger generation now, they might like it, but, like, us, we'd be like, nah, eh, fact. Like, right, this, exactly. Like, we'd be like, nah, this shit ain't for us. <laughs> Unless, like, one of the wrestlers that we grew up on, they bring mm-hmm. them back randomly, and we'd be like, all right, we might tune in. Right. But, like, mo- for the most part, like, you're not really watching it's WWE. Not for, yeah, that, we, we're different. out of the target demo at this point. We just are. And it's okay. Just, I feel like we see, like, the bad shit like you're able to notice that it's just not even as good well one thing that i'm more infuriated about and i'm using that very lightly is they keep rebooting shit shit from our era yeah everything from our era has a new version of it like bro just 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 make better new shows i'm happy they kept south park the same and i think they just be doing all that shit because it's like oh we got better technology and it's also it's like everything's been done like it's so hard to be like create like it's 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 hard too though it's a different era like i remember when Cartoons and shit could say pushy, edgy shit. Yeah. yeah. Now everything is super ultra sensitive. That I think nobody really wants to push that line anymore because. Yeah, but like that's why I like South Park because they still do whatever the fuck they want. Like they still will come out and say like shit that you probably wouldn't say on the show, mm-hmm. and like they still keep it relevant. Yeah, South Park is one of those shows. I like they just been doing that shit for so long that I feel like the the everybody knows that like that's just them. Like yeah. they kind of have that like that past no but that's what i'm saying y'all talking about new shows that's already a show oh. that exists mm-hmm. so but even then like with the new shit like nothing will ever match south park like seasons one through four type shit like well that's just you being uh am i wrong kb you not yeah like i was talking to somebody recently like that's why i love dave Chappelle so much because like mm-hmm. regardless of what times are he's still gonna be dave Chappelle. like he's not gonna filter himself to cater to people that might be a little I never sensitive. knew you watched David Chappelle. I love like, me some Dave Chappelle, He's bro. He's not going to come out and be unfiltered. He's I mean, he's going to come out and be unfiltered. He's not going to filter himself mm-hmm. just because people are sensitive. I What's know. your favorite TV show? TV show? Um, The Office, obviously. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. but, My favorite day, like, and this is when he was doing his stand-up or whatever. He was like, and, you know, I be, I, I'm not, like, no sensitive person because he cracks jokes about everybody. Yeah. He said, but some some lady tried to come at me for my jokes, and she going to tell me I don't like Asian ladies. <laughs> She's like, you ain't do your damn research because my wife is Asian. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite TV show? Um, South Park, Futurama. TV show. TV show. Humans. Not that I like that Bernie. I like show. the Bernie Mac show a lot too. We don't have my guy. We don't have that type of shit no more. We don't have a my wife and kids. We don't. You don't have, yeah, they no, got everybody. Blackish. Every, Blackish is the only one that I would say is on that level. Everybody hates current. Chris. I probably have to say everybody hates Chris. Great. I like, oh yeah, everybody I like Black Chris. AF. You ever watched that? No, I've seen that before. I like that one. Blackish <laughs> do come on. I've seen Blackish, but and they yeah. got spinoffs. They got Blackish. They got. The girl went off to college, and they got her on her own show, and they got another one coming out that I just saw. On this article, where the dad of the show is getting his own show, cool. so they keep doing spinoffs. Is that Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne, yep. Mm. Uh, House of Pain was a really good show. House of Pain was very good. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a little corny. Bro, he used to talk all this shit about Mikey because I was like, his dad looked like CJ. <laughs> <laughs> I actually loved the, the House of Pain. Yeah, I, I love House of Pain. I watched that. House of Pain was very well put together, if you ask me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they redoing Rugrats. Remember when Malik? There's no reason when, to. When, that, when Leek was talking to that person online, a man came to the house. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> that, that was, was a good ass episode. Yeah, I, they, they, I know they was going through this one thing, and like they was talking about like. Like they were talking about being black, or whatever. And uh, CJ had said some shit, and then he was like, "I said black, not yellow." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good ass show. You're I right. w- that I w- was a really good. I wish they were. Re- I wish that was on like Hulu and Netflix. I was probably Ben watch it. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. The game was one show the that game, I never really got the into. The game was so fire. The it game was, was so decent, fire. but I never really like dove into it. Maybe the, I should. The game was one of the best shows I ever watched, and it was a spinoff of the gr- of Girlfriends. It was so good. So you know who wrote wrote Girlfriends and the game. Bro, Ooh. I used to watch Girlfriends with my mom, bro. Kelsey Grammer. You know Kelsey Grammer? I know the name. From Frasier. Frasier. Okay. He also plays Sideshow Bob in The Simpsons. <sighs> I did not know Which that. Is, I did not know that either. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy that Frasier, if you mm-hmm. remember the Frasier show and how boring the show was. You know what's a, you know, like a, a decent I used to watch it because it came on. We it had came no on choice. Like at yeah. night, for yeah. sure. You know what's a decent black show that came out not too long ago? We be talking about that All-American. All-American. <laughs> All-American decent. But the only reason I like it's it's good shows, but the reason I said that when he brought up Bernie Mac is because it was an era where it was all of those. Yeah, like KB saying, like, "Oh, we got blackish." Bro, That's one show. But yeah, we had part, the Parkers. We had the Parkers girlfriends. Good, bro. The Parkers, I, show, half and half. half, oh, and half. I was My just watching the Parkers kids. the other day. One on one. One on one. We had like, so many. Yeah. And, but that—that's the best thing about it too, because back in the day, it wasn't no binge watching. You had to watch that shit on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a schedule. The Parkers used to come on. When I got out of school. Yep, it did. It came I, on I, right, right out of the yeah, school. And I, used to, I used to sit there and watch that shit, bro. Because no. I had to get my shit in. The Simpsons used to come on like 5 or 5.30. Mm-hmm. I used to watch a show called Yes, Dear. They, man. Now the Simpsons basically got their own TV channel. Where it's like Simpsons rerun at the rerun. That's that FX, mm-hmm. uh, X, X. Yes, yes, yes. I got Disney X. Disney Plus, though. Disney X. Whoa. I don't even got cable. I got Disney Plus, though. So I'll be. Disney X, some crazy shit. (laughs) 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 Something John will watch. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you trying to put my man's out there? Hey, it's just, hey, that's what he into. That's what he into. That's what we need to do. When we blow up and we get filthy rich, we need to produce a show. I'm black sitcom bro, bro i was thinking, I was thinking about, about i got a too. skit in my mind bro i got a skit in my mind and this shit damn near happened to me bro mm. we have cameras you if you got a skit you want to do we can do your skit michael it don't it ain't shit to do it i'm gonna let y'all know what it is once we wrap up bro because i think this shit would be a funny ass episode we should definitely wrap up we appreciate you guys watching or listening to this episode if you're listening to it please go subscribe to the youtube channel and if you're on the youtube channel check to make sure you are subscribed hit the bell so you don't miss any content and we'll see y'all on saturday peace